0: It's brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys being with us. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, joined by Jim Turvey. He's at Bets on Twitter and in the Action Network app. The best way for you to track your picks, get up to the second information on where the bets and money are coming in on all sorts of bracket content, daily videos. Our Big Bets on Campus folks are breaking down stuff daily on there. Check out Big Bets on Campus as well for all of your NCAA tournament betting needs. It's going great today, Jim. It started off so awesome, was on that Furman train, was rolling, and things kind of fell apart for me. It was sad. Like, it just, I I was going really well, and then I couldn't get a couple more of, I needed Colgate over Texas, and that one did not come home for me. But I digress. Um, This is your NBA Best Betting episode for Friday. I appreciate Jim joining me on these Friday episodes to do So, We are going to, as we always do on the Best Bets episodes, we'll go around, we'll say what our bets are going to be on Friday, and then we'll go back and we'll do the cap. Jim, I'll let you have first crack at it. What are your best bets for Friday? And then we'll come back around and do the cap. Uh, I've got
1: Hawks minus one and a half, and then I've got a couple of bets in the uh, quarters derivatives market. I got Hornets third quarter, and I've got Grizzlies and Spurs fourth quarter under.
0: Cool. Uh, I have three plays. I have the Philadelphia 76ers minus 10. I have San Antonio Spurs plus eight and a half is the bet that i have on that one and i also have the houston rockets jim i'm taking the spurs and the rockets in one night what could possibly be a bold
1: man you're a bold
0: man let's start with you uh you like the hornets third quarter and you like the hawks minus one and a half tomorrow what do you like as far as the hawks go as the atlanta hawks take on the golden state warriors in atlanta
1: yeah to me this is it's not a full hammer spot because i am be honest i thought the hawks were going to look a little better under snyder um i thought he was going to come in and and you know even even like mediocre coaches usually get like kind of that that new coach smell and they they get a couple of wins uh this this hawks team is proving itself different (laughs) but to me this is almost a play on the other side um it's Warriors Road um I it, at some point it seems like it's gonna have to start to level out but it it truly hasn't and this game started as a pickum and the Hawks are already taking a fair amount of money um I I think that the 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 road Warriors is is a real thing I don't know um you know what it what it may be but it hasn't you know there's no reason the Warriors wouldn't have flipped the switch if they could have at this point um and the Hawks you know they're they're, it's not as if they lack motivation themselves they're going to be they're right in the middle of this uh play-in battle um they in theory have this new coach um to hopefully unlock a few things and um you know they, they don't have a fortress they play in but uh any any road bait game has been enough to to slow down the warriors
0: this season so the warriors on the road this season as a dog let's just just do as a dog and a lot of these are going to be Rest spots where they're resting Draymond, who, by the way, is suspended for this game. Uh, you know, they'll rest Steph Clay and Dre on these spots. There's still no Andrew Wiggins and for the Warriors. Let's just look at the overall number, though. As a road dog this season, the Warriors are two and 16 straight up, five and 13 against the spread at 27.8 percent. It's amazing, like. You're right there. This hat, this should turn around at some point. This is one of the things that I started adapting to this season and it's become like a very big part of my betting approach is don't ever try and bet the regression. Don't yeah. ever try and do, um, you know, I think they're like, basically they're due like there's due for some regression. This is the game that it turns around. Wait for it to turn around on its own. And then go forward. Like that's what you should do. I just looked this up. uh With Steph Curry in the lineup on the road this season, the Warriors are still two and nine, four, six and one. Now that's better at 40%. That's way better than their 30% mark. This is with Steph Curry out. The Warriors were still four and six. They're actually better without Steph than they are when Steph Curry plays on the road. When Steph Curry plays, On the road this season, the Warriors are 5-18 and at 22%. 22%? with death. It makes no sense. I'm not going to bet this because of that whole thing that we talked about where it's like this should turn around at some point. It's a reason for me not to bet the Warriors is how bad they've been on the road. But Atlanta, I don't feel like I can trust either. I just don't feel like I can trust them in this spot. And it would be very war for very Atlanta to be like, everyone beats the warriors at home. And then Atlanta <laughs> does not beat the warriors at home. So I'm going to stay away, but I can't blame you. I mean, look, they're just the, the fading. The warriors has been one of the most profitable strategies in the, in the league this season on the road. So it's hard for me to, to battle against you there. Well, and I also
1: really like the idea of, of Jordan Poole having to cover either Trey young or Deontay Murray, of course, Trey young, and has to guard one of theirs, someone on their backcourt. So,
0: um, But yeah, until they show me, I'm, I'm going to keep riding it. So here's an interesting one. You've got Hornets third quarter. They're facing the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm on the other side for the game. But why do you like the Hornets third quarter quarterback here?
1: Yeah, so if you follow me in the app, uh, you'll know I've been doing a fair amount of these quarter and halftime bets. Um, they've been pretty successful this year. Um, and what I try to do with this um, is great site out there, EV Analytics. And it will let you kind of see the ROI that teams have been getting for the season in these quarters. And um, I, I really just try to pick the very, very top and the very, very bottom. Um, and usually within a day, you'll find a couple that that line up um, and the Hornets actually this season, they are the, I believe they're the second best uh, third core spreads. Apologies. They're actually the best team against the spread, which kind of is amazing because they aren't a good team, but they've covered 42 um, out of their 71 games that they have played in the third quarter. And the flip side of that, Sixers uh, are the fourth worst team in terms of covering the spread. So, you know, whatever trend that may be, um, some of these can be a little noisy at times. Um, but I think that when when you're picking out the the extremes at either end and trying to make sure you're matching a, a top two or three or four with a bottom two, three, four, you um, the the overlap has has had a has a positive positive ROI for for the season overall, um, and then kind of a, uh, along with that I have the Grizzlies and the Spurs fourth quarter under. This is the same deal. Um, fourth quarters in general have been really 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 beneficial to bet the under. Um, I wrote about this in an article I did um, in a, another Grizzlies preview um a couple of weeks ago at that point fourth quarter unders had gone 1092 and 788 so that's a 58% hit um it's it's been a little bit less in the last couple of weeks but they they real the books haven't been able to adjust these fourth quarter lines and it's still gone under more than it's gone over in the last 2 weeks as well um, and these are two of the top teams in terms of going under in the fourth quarter. So this is this is just a play off of a trend that I have found to be slightly sticky this season. And so, you know, there's not necessarily a narrative case here. It's just kind of a, a trend play for me.
0: All right. I I'm hard of arguing those I like those quite a bit. Those trends plays have worked out really well. I can track gems in the app mine real quickly I've got the Philadelphia 76ers minus 10 uh there was nine and a half in the market I just missed it so if there's nine and a half tomorrow all the better they're facing the Charlotte Hornets the Sixers are dominant versus bad teams they've just historically the this is who they like to beat up on they're a really good team versus the bad teams they're being a good team versus the good teams this year as well because Joel meets an MVP candidate you can listen to more about that in Futures Friday. So I, I think NB probably smashes here. They've got no center. They traded Mason Plumley. It's poor, you know, it, it's a, it's a bunch of, it's poor Mark Williams and Nick Richards and those guys. So he should absolutely dominate again. Uh, I make this 10 and a half. That's enough of a clearance for me with how the Sixers are playing. They've won six in a row. Hornets have been better uh, as of late. They've been, they played a little bit better comparatively speaking over the last couple of weeks. There is as much as we talk about tanking, there is also significant, in the late stages of the season there's a part where teams kind of play a little bit better because they've got lost so much and it's almost not really a dead cat bounce but it's like they've made roster changes They're they found a few things that work and they start to compete a little bit that said the hornets still have lost three in a row uh and four of the and six of the last ten so they're heading in the other direction here the, this is not enough for a Sixers team that I think should be probably more than a double-digit favorite, just a straight-up 10. This should probably be 11, 11 and a half. Um, That would be the mark that I would probably look to knock at it. If you wake up in the morning and you're listening to this and it's 11, just know that I probably don't want it. I only want it at 10 or under for the Sixers. I'm also going to take the San Antonio Spurs plus 8.5 versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Did did you know that the San Antonio Spurs have won two in a row in three of their last five? Because I didn't know that. That's a thing that I wasn't aware of. Um, San Antonio in their last 10 are actually four and six. Like, for Spurs standards, that's crazy. They have 18 wins on the season, and four of them have come in their last 10. They're playing better. They've knocked off. They beat uh, the Nuggets. They hung with the Mavericks. They've actually played really well as of late. They're getting some things going. And this Grizzlies team is coming back from a trip to South Florida for the Miami game. They've got a day off and then they're playing in San Antonio. That's a long trip. Like that's a long flight that can drag on you, you know, jaron jackson jr this is a a, he's got a lot of advantages in this matchup but memphis's offense isn't necessarily like it's not better they're not winning the same way the way they were without jaw last year so jaw's not going to be back for at least a little bit while longer so uh i will go ahead and i'll grab the points eight and a half this is just a little bit too much to put this in perspective so for the season if we just put this on like the season numbers here i only make this uh Grizzlies minus seven with Jaw. So if I factor Jaw out as like a two-point bump, or even just say like if you want to really narrow him down and say it's only like a point, I'm still there way within the margin here. Like that still gets me to like, you know, if I take that off of the top, that's six versus the the eight or eight and a half here. So I'll go ahead and grab the eight with the San Antonio Spurs. And then the other team, I'm taking the other worst team in the Western Conference, the Houston Rockets taking on the Pelicans. Pelicans look like maybe they figure something out, but then They went the other way versus the Lakers. They're desperate, but this Rockets team is actually playing really well right now. They've found something with Jamari Smith at the five. You know, Jonas Valanciunas, I think is really good. Um, But I think that the Rockets offense will be able to generate enough points. And the Pelicans offense has been so bad that gives me value on the plus six. So you have any thoughts on those ones that I listed between the Sixers, the uh, Spurs and the Rockets? You want to join me on betting the Spurs and the Rockets here? I, I may join you on the Spurs. I think that's my favorite of the bunch. Um,
1: they are playing a lot better. The Grizzlies are just not the same team on the on the road that they are at home. That's that's secretly a, a fair amount of these teams this year have some weird home road splits. That, um, you know, we've talked about this in in the past. Is you know, it the key to this all is figuring out what's the what's the signal and the noise, right? It's like what are the Grizzlies truly a bad road team and I think that with the Grizzlies they are that they've been so good at home and the books don't comp overcompensate enough for some of these teams that really have the big home road splits um eight and a half is a really big number against the Spurs team that's playing better and is at home against the Grizzlies team without jaw so I I the three um you know I don't hate any of them and I think I quite like the Spurs one
0: all right you check them all on the Action Network app our thanks to David Payne our producer thanks to FanDuel Sportsbook for sponsoring us Make sure to follow Jim on Twitter at TurvyBets. We'll be back with you on Monday. Albert Wynn and I will get you set for your Monday with a weekend recap as well as a look at the awards market that we do every single Monday. Hope your bracket is thriving. Hope your bets are cashing. We'll see you guys again next time. Until then, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you please gamble responsibly.